This is Norm Holy for WFHB, and today I'm speaking with Jan Vertise. She is at the World Wildlife Fund. She's a senior director for advocacy. One of her, her specialties is the elephant situation, also the ivory trade. Can you give us an update on population of elephants? Sure. We, we're lucky to have good data on African elephants compared to a lot of species we study. Last year, the official African Elephant Status Report came out. It found an estimated 415,000 elephants across the continent. That means we've lost more than 110,000 over the past decade. And this is largely due to a sharp rise in poaching. Ivory from elephant tusks is in high demand, sadly, particularly in Asia. And then for the forest elephants in Central Africa, toll is even worse. We've lost two-thirds of the population in about a decade. What that means is, put it in perspective, in the early part of the 20th century, there may have been as many as 3 to 5 million African elephants. So the numbers have dropped to about 10% of that total in a century. And in the last 40 years, which is less than one elephant's lifespan, African elephants have lost over half of their habitat. So the trends are, are declining. With the African population expected to explode, I guess, I suppose that habitat destruction is one of the major issues going forward. Right. There are two big threats to African elephants. One is poaching and the other is habitat loss. And I think people often have an image of poaching as poor farmers killing an animal to feed their family. That's not what Africa's elephants have been facing. These are organized crime syndicates equipped with helicopters, night vision goggles, military-grade weapons. They mow down whole herds at once. They kill rangers. They bribe officials to get the ivory out of the country. And they use the same smuggling routes that arms dealers and drug traffickers use. This is really ivory poaching on an industrial scale. It's left elephant populations in parts of Africa completely devastated. We're seeing 20 to 30,000 a year being poached in recent years. And then with habitat loss, as human populations expand, naturally elephant habitat shrinks. Now elephants and people can coexist, but we need better land use planning, more education for people on how to live peacefully with elephants, stronger regulations to keep development out of elephant habitat, and creative ways to keep elephants out of communities because that's one of the, the biggest conflicts is between people and elephants. And elephants are extremely intelligent, and they catch on to deterrence quickly. Um, so, so some of the things that are working that are, might be of interest to your, your listeners, for example, farmers in Kenya are keeping beehives near their crops because elephants hate bees. So they stay away, and then the farmers get an income source from the honey, and it's a win-win. And in other areas, farmers hang rope smeared with chili paste around crops because elephants hate spicy food. So there are some pretty simple ways to deter elephants without harming them, and that's on the local level where WF and a lot of conservation groups are working with local communities. But at the, the bigger picture scale, we really need governments to uh, invest in, in better planning and understanding the routes that elephants require when they migrate and to, to make way for elephants. Generally, how attuned are the African governments to the place of elephants in their society? Are they trying to save them? There are a lot of places, countries, particularly in, in southern Africa, who are doing a very good job of protecting their elephants. There are a lot of countries who also realize that elephants are a big tourist draw and that there's an economic opportunity there for both government and local communities. A lot of Westerners come on safari to see elephants and pay a lot of money for that. So we are, we are seeing support in a lot of places, 
you know, there are also a lot of very poor countries in Africa who are just overwhelmed by both the poaching crisis and the human population expansion. And so they need international support. So it varies across the range of the elephants from, I think, very strong, very committed government support to other countries where there just isn't the governance or the, the, the funding to do what needs to be done for elephants. President Trump proposed, briefly anyway, that we resume the importation of ivory from elephants. What's happened to that? So what the Fish and Wildlife Service in the U.S. had looked at was to allow hunters of trophies in certain countries, Zimbabwe and Zambia, to bring back their trophies that include ivory, not to allow the sale of that ivory. Trophy hunting is a different rule altogether, and it's not... Uh, hunters aren't allowed to sell the ivory, and I believe that that is still being under consideration by the Trump administration. There hasn't been any word since Trump had tweeted a few weeks ago that he wanted to revisit that and did not approve of trophy hunting. So I think we're still waiting for the outcome of that. Now, I can recall in New York City back in the 1990s that there were plenty of shops right around Central Park where you could buy ivory. Can you still buy ivory? New York is one of the states that's looked at how to address its own state sales of ivory and has cracked down. Again, there is provisions for the legal sale of antique ivory. The burden is on the seller to prove it's an antique. So if you have something that you want to sell, say, at an an auction, you have to have it certified that it's an antique so that it isn't cover for illegal trade, which is what was happening. So it varies from state to state, and so some places you still will see antique ivory for sale in the U.S., um, but I would say buyer beware. If you're if you're looking to buy something like that, you want to make sure that you fully understand the law and that you get the right documentation that it is, in fact, an antique and that it meets all the requirements. And they vary from state to state, so I can't, I can't really get into all the details of every state law. So I'd like to ask you, now that China is dropping out of that trade, what do you see as the prospects going forward for elephants? So what has happened in the last few years is uh, WFF and the, the broader conservation community and law enforcement and governments have all really gotten behind a, a common approach. It's a three-pronged strategy to protect elephants, and it can be boiled down to stop the poaching, stop the trafficking, and stop the buying. Stop the poaching means getting more anti-poaching teams on the ground, more rangers, making sure they have the training and the equipment they need to go up against these highly armed poachers. Stop the trafficking involves investigating and breaking the illegal trade chain between Africa and Asia. And it's very sophisticated. It's organized crime, and it needs a sophisticated response. And stop the buying means we need to address the consumer desire for ivory that drives the poaching. So I'd say in the last five years or so, you've really seen all the key stakeholders rallying around this shared approach. And poaching numbers are starting to level off, though they may remain dangerously high. Well, that, that sounds very good. There's hope going forward. I'd like to thank you very much for the interview. It's been very enlightening. You're welcome. And can I just say one more thing about the the message of hope, because I know there is a lot of bleak news, but it, it really does give us hope that there's strong public sentiment for elephants. People love them. We relate to them. They have strong family ties. They're highly intelligent and sensitive. They live the same lifespan as people. So the world really has rallied to respond to the elephant poaching crisis. 
governments, we've seen com- local communities, the UN Security Council, Interpol, a whole range of groups are working on this. So I do have hope that together we can find a way to protect elephants and ensure they have a future.